When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It's Danza, but it's Don. not. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Welcome to ENN on this Wednesday, August 17th. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Don. I am Don the Great. I'd like to say good evening to myself. Don, I lost my virginity. And I'd also like to say good evening to myself again. I'll take all the time I can get. It's a reasonable thing to say. I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, let's uh, jump into something. Actually, you know what, Don? You know what I have for you here? What's that? Today's uh, New York Yankee injury report brought to you by Total Orthopedics Spine and Sports Medicine. Aaron Boone on the best case scenario for Stanton. I'm hoping for next week sometime. I'm hoping that he's on a rehab assignment by this weekend. But, yeah, hoping that outfield is in the mix, yeah. Now, how about Clay Holmes, what he's dealing with right now? I have uh, some stuff going on maybe in my bag that, you know, we're just trying to figure out how the best way to go about it is. Kind of logged up on me a few days ago and tried to throw again today, and it kind of tightened back up. So just felt it was just the smartest thing. The best way to go about it was just try to maybe give it a break. We'll see and play it smart and not try to push it through something that maybe it could be a lot you know, worse than what it is now. Now, Holmes was also asked, have you had back issues before? No, it's just something that kind of locked up on me a few days ago and something that's had to deal with this past couple of days. That is the Yankee Injury Report brought to you by Total Orthopedic Spine and Sports Medicine, Total Ortho Express, Long Island's premier orthopedic immediate care where no appointments needed. After all, time doesn't heal wounds. They do. Great. Um, from the sad news of the New York Yankees to maybe some maybe some upbeat news for the New York Mets, Let's hear from uh, Brett Beatty about how excited he is to be in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited. Got the call yesterday and uh, got on a flight, got here last night, and I'm just super excited to get out there and start playing. Brett, what was the call like? I was actually hidden in the cage in Charlotte, and then our manager came in, and he was just like, you're going up to the big leagues, and they're going to need you tonight. But I didn't make the first flight, so here I am today. Don, did you see the story moving around last week? Of the kid who got called up after uh, to the Rockies, I believe, after 10 years in the minors. Yes, I did see that, yeah. Did you see the video of him telling his mom? No, I didn't see that. Andrew, did you see that? Kind of a Crash Davis moment, right? Did you see it, Andrew? No, I didn't. Oh, my Lord. Uh, you know what? Anthony, can you find it for me real quick? You'll you'll see that we got to play it. It, it, it. The audio is should be damn good, too. Um, yeah, it, it, Don. Ten years in the minor leagues. 
before getting the call. What do you think's the average? What's the average length of a minor league career? Maybe five, average? six. I was gonna say maybe four. Because you figure, if you don't go to college, then you're you're in the minor leagues right out of high school. So you're 18 years old. So four years in the minor leagues, maybe you get called up at 22, 23, something like that. I guess. So not everybody's you know Juan Soto comes up at 19, but and then I, and, and then and then most who don't ever get called. How long do you stick around? Yeah, and I, I remember having a conversation with Sparky Lyle when he was the manager of the Somerset Patriots. And they, they were an independent league at the time. Now they're a double A, so it's a little different for an independent league. And he told me he didn't want guys on his roster that were older than 26 because if you haven't made it by 26, you're not making it. So why take up a spot from a younger guy? So you know, he, his thinking is that you know if you're if you're down in the minor leagues for seven, eight years, then it's it's over. So, yeah, I would say four or five is probably around the average. So double that. He could not have thought that it was ever going to happen. It was it – was, the story I'm referring to, uh, we, we, we started with Brett Beatty, who the kid is, is playing for the Mets tonight, to Winton Bernard, who debuted with the Rockies after 10 years in the minor leagues, 31 years old, Don, he made his debut on Friday. Um, he batted eighth. Um, he got a hit, stole a base, scored a run. Um, unbelievable. I, I my, cool. my, um, I had a girlfriend in college whose brother played minor league baseball. He was a, he was a, a double A player. And I just remember, he, I mean, it, these these guys who make it that far were so unbelievably good their whole life also. They, I mean, they're one notch from being the best in the world. And, like, the amount of work and effort you put in oh. to maybe never make it. And so when you hear this kid finding out that it's actually happening after 10 years, uh, well, we'll play for you. It's it's yeah. beautiful. I- I got close to it in the uh, the sense that in college I was friends with a girl named Sabrina, okay, and we became pretty close. And her brother was CJ, CJ Nikowski, who played okay. in the big leagues. Yeah, and was drafted, I believe, sixth overall by the Cincinnati Reds. And just like being close to that situation, went to St. John's, and like wow, he got drafted, and then he got called up, and he had him. He played for the Mets a little bit too. And had a nice career, and now he does a great job over at MLB, and he's uh, he's an announcer now. Just and you well, just when you see it, Peter, you realize the struggle. Well, if you wanna if you wanna feel the struggle, uh, I, I at least with video, I have to give the warning of a tear jerk uh, alert here. This is Winton Bernard's phone call with his mother when he found out that after ten years he was finally playing a major league game. Mom. Can you see me? I can see you. Mom, I'm going to the major leagues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, mama. I'm going, mom. I promise. I promise, mom. I'm going. Come on. I got to figure out all the logistics in a second. They just told me just now. I did it, mommy. I did it, mom. 
I love you so much. Thank you for everything, Mom. Thank you. Thank you for Thank you for supporting me. I couldn't do this without you. If you're not choked up, you're dead inside. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, no, that's it. Just, just hit me again. I just, just it really is incredible. And plus, a little bit of the humor of it that that call starting off how it would probably be with my mom. You see me? Does it work? Hello? Huh? Huh? Oh, what a beautiful! I'll tell you, it's it's one thing that makes baseball different, man. It's a different animal. Uh, and the, I mean, listen, there are minor league systems in other sports, but the baseball one, it is a – it can be a long, the, long – The layers are are just incredible. Because like, in other, the other sport, like the NHL is the only other one that has a minor league system. Right. But – How many layers are there that? Well, just the one. You just got just the AHL. You, you, you go from That's junior it. to, you know, go go to the AHL and then up to the up to the NHL. And, and listen, you're – you're you're if you're a really good if you're going to be a good NHL player you're not spending a lot of time in the minor leagues. If you're if you're there for any length of time then you're probably not going to make it. But baseball you could be a really good player. We just said average like 4 or 5 years in the minor leagues. You still have three layers to go. You might jump a, one or two. But it's going to take even the best players or it's going to take a few years to get there. So it's it's unlike any other, right? Right out of college, bang, you're playing in the NFL and the NBA. In some cases, you're not even going to college uh, in the NBA. Um, and hockey, like I said, there's the one layer, and you're probably there for a, a season, maybe two. You might have guys that are there forever, but they're probably not going to be great players. You don't see too many players that spend like four or five years in the minor leagues and then become stars in the NHL. Right. You know, um, in, a, in a sport that's got so many – underage players right like 18 19 year old players they're littered all over the league but in baseball like a one for every, you know every Juan Soto there's thousands that have to wait until they're you know 23 24 to be able to make their debut it's all it's so hard let's uh let's move to football for a moment here from Keyshawn on Keyshawn J Will and Max discussing the Giants quarterback situation they already got a count for Daniel Jones of how it's going to go in the regular season. They're not going to mess around with him. They're going to play with him for about three to four to five games and see how it goes. It's a quiet competition for later in the season. No matter how well Tyrod can go out there and score on every single possession throughout the regular preseason. I mean, the rest of the preseason. Daniel Jones still going to start Daniel week Jones one. Daniel still going to start week one if he's healthy. Yeah, I think that's fair. Oh, absolutely. There's no Tyrod can't win the job. Uh, th- this this job can only be lost by Jones, but their patience—they're not going to have a lot of patience. Why do you seem so sure of that with the Giants? Why, why because do I don't. Because I just don't believe. I, I I've lost faith in Daniel. He hasn't had the greatest of camps. Like I really thought. Like I was I was a Jones fan. I thought there was something there, and that the new coaching would bring out the best in him. So far. Again, it's very early, but not a lot. Hold on. Oh, big Sorry, sneeze! From, sneeze. Big sneeze from Don. But I, I, I have some uh, beautiful news that just came down the line. A tweet from our colleague, the great Dick Vital. Doctor Rick Brown just notified me with my results of my major PET scan and told me the news. I wish every cancer patient could hear. He said, "Dick, you have gone from being in remission to being cancer-free." Oh. 
I thank you to all of you that have sent me prayers. That is awesome. Was there ever in doubt? I mean, his attitude has been tremendous. And he said he was going to beat it. And he was right. Good for him. Uh, that is that is such news. good news. But 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 with the Jones thing is that again it hasn't been the camp you're looking for. They didn't draft him, and you get. You, but you know he is a sixth overall pick, and he was you know somebody that was a starting quarterback. He'll be given his shot. But you know three four weeks in, Peter, if you're not seeing it, then then why wouldn't you move on? Here's uh, Keyshawn going on about Daniel Jones. He sees Jones as a career backup. I don't believe that Daniel Jones will be a reclamation project for someone. I think he'll be a backup after this season. He'll be a lifetime backup. First of all, Dave Gettleman reached for him. Nobody else was going to do that. Nobody else was doing that. Many people said that Mitch Trubisky was one, two, three, four, five of the draft. So he gets another opportunity from a reclamation standpoint. Much success, like you said, he had success. Daniel Jones, zero success. And nobody was reaching for him. Nobody. So they're not going to give him an opportunity he's absolutely 100% right yeah, that, that almost speaks to exactly what you were just saying is that the, the, the Giants reached Gettleman reached he saw something nobody else saw so why would anybody else try to make him a starting quarterback because they're not going to see what Gettleman saw Now maybe he backs up somewhere, gets a chance because of injury, and 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 can find his way back. As as we know, you know, there's tons of you know jobs out there for backups. But he was a reach; it didn't work. I hope I'm wrong. I hope he finds it because he seems like he's a really good kid. But why do I just feel like it was he? He was they they saw an Eli Manning in him. Was it really that they saw any kind of greatness or they just saw Eli, the way he talked, the way he carried himself, and fell in love with that more so than the skill set? The Knicks announced their 2022-2023 season schedule. Starts off with a nationally televised game against the Grizzlies on October 19th at FedEx Forum in Memphis. It also includes, of course, the Christmas Day noon game a classic unlike any other against the Philadelphia 76ers. Home opener will be October 21st against Detroit. And you know when the Knicks and Pistons play, you throw out the record books. Am I right, Don? Well, there used to be a time, but not that, in that, any of our listeners' lifetime. I got news for you. Yeah, Joe Dumars isn't walking through that those doors. Ben Wallace isn't walking through those doors. Neither, neither is Rashid Wallace. No. No one named Rusty Wallace is not walking through. <laughs> just, Mike Wallace. John Wallace, Andrew. Wallace Matthews. That's all we the were Wallaces. given some, uh, some misinformation by our the great Michael Kay earlier what? today. No. What? Well, we, Go ahead. We were misled. Uh, they didn't a, take the a pic- very excited Michael K. Oh, I shouldn't, re- I shouldn't reveal this, but you know, listen, we share everything with our listeners. And- no, Michael K. You- we were misled. He did. Lift he it was- up and show it to me. He oh, he re- was looking at the wrong time zone. He was looking at it, so he he happened to look <laughs> at the opener for the Knicks in Memphis against the Grizzlies. Oh, Michael, no. And 
they put an Eastern time of, of 6.30, but the game's in Memphis, and in Memphis, Tennessee, Peter, for it, it might be 6.30 in Memphis, but in New York, it's going to be 7.30. So he thought the game was going to be at 6.30, and we'd be off at 6. <laughs> Michael, Not that we don't love doing the show, but hey, you know, when you see a chance to maybe get off uh, a little early. Uh, and, uh, no, Michael misread the time zones. He gets on me about not knowing time zones until I was not. I'm going to lift my skirt here and show you. Oh. He doesn't know at 61 time zones that that opener is going to be in uh, 730 in New York. Well, uh, let's see. Um, a Panthers-Patriots fight at camp uh, led to a, a woman being injured after a Someone landed on her foot. Defensive lineman. No, no woman wants a lineman landing on their foot. She was offered tickets, though, to a regular season game. So there's that. Uh, the Chargers make Derwin James the NFL's highest paid safety. Hmm. $76 million extension, averaging 19 a year, according to Shefty. Kirk Cousins back to the Vikings after a COVID-19 absence. And, uh, Don, I'm sure you heard that Serena announced the end is, is here and this oh, yeah. U.S. Open will be her last. Well, at the Western and Southern Open, she played a match against the one and only. The Emma Raducanu. Okay. You know who I'm talking about. Um, Emma Raducanu. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Listen, she wasn't famous then. You think okay? that one was ready? Uh, I don't know. You know everything, Anthony. No, I, I know very little. You have Mark Canna every day. I thought maybe you knew I was going to do Emma Raducanu. Mark Canna? Yeah. We have a lot for the Mets lineup now. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's better than rest roulette. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Um, so Serena played last year's U.S. Open champion, Amaradu Kanu, who's like 20 years old. Mm. Serena's 40. Serena lost 6-4-6-0 in an hour and five minutes. Um, by the way, it should also be noted, Venus Williams has received a wild card into the U.S. Open. She was injured last year. She's 42. She will make her 23rd appearance at the Open. Don, can you imagine a world where in like an early round, because my guess is it would have to be early at this point, you got Venus and Serena this year at, at the U.S. Open? That would be something. That ticket would be. I have two days. I have two days I know I'm going, and I'm hoping I'll get to see Serena. I have, Don, I just, you, you know I've been saying this for a long time, that I feel like mentally for her something broke. Right. Maybe it was the meltdown with Osaka. You know, like, that might have been the moment. Although, she was sort of broken even before that. Like, I don't think that 
Yeah, I just I I, I don't know what the odds are going to be in Vegas. I cannot imagine a, a great showing. I'd be so happy if she went on a run. It would be magical. If we got a Jimmy Connors, Andre Agassi kind of thing. Man, it happens quick. Everyone remember this. When we talk about the LeBrons and the Bradys, when it happens, it can happen quick. Because it seemed like, we were just a few years ago, Don, it seemed like who could ever beat Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. And, it does, it, I was thinking about that the other day with... Um... Like, I, I'm, I'm like Ovechkin, like as we get ready for the next NHL season, about him catching uh, Gretzky for the most goals, 894. And, you know, these guys scored in 50 goals a year, so, yeah, he should be able to do it no problem. And then I thought about Jeter. Jeter, um, when he had 3,000 hits, the next day, Michael was talking about how he's going to get the 4,000. And you looked at the math, and you you said, well, I guess it's possible. Not taking into account that Father Time has got a hook in him, and so eventually he's going to land, right? So uh, the numbers don't always gradually go down. Oh, you score 50 goals. Well, next year you score 40. The next year it'll be 35. Next year it'll be 30. No, sometimes it goes from 50 down to 25 down to none. Like it all of a sudden can just end. And that's kind of not that it just ended for Jeter, but you know, it's like no, it, it wasn't realistic that he was going to get another thousand hits because he's going to get older and he's going to break down, and that's exactly what happened. So yeah, you go from the top of the world when you get to that close to forty, you know, it 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 go it the the it goes off a cliff. Is there going to be a world where where Venus is going to play longer? Uh, than, she had, than Serena? That would be interesting because she hasn't announced yet. And, and, you know, you could tell Serena is, I mean, Venus is more comfortable in the place that she's in. You know, she's more more okay just, you know, competing a bit and doing what she does. Well, Serena, it's tougher. Uh, and I, let me ask you this, Don. And I, I know that people, you know, could argue, oh, why are you separating gender? But I think in this conversation you have to. When it's all said and done, when you talk about, you know, fame, worldwide impact, and greatness, where is Serena for the all-time women in sports? Oh, right there. Is she Jackie Joyner Kersey? Like like who who are, who would be in the in contention? I, I think so. Billy Jean King. Yeah, I mean, there have been a couple of fantastic basketball players, including Sue Bird, whose career also is wrapping up. But, like, I, I think Serena – I mean, I, there's a bunch of tennis players, oh. right? There's you got there's a, there's a few tennis players in that conversation. Martina, um, uh, Steffi Graf was amazing, uh, Billie Jean King, of course. But I, I, I think Serena's the most impactful woman ever in sports. And, and they're also – you could talk about, like, impactful is an important word, right? So not to take anything away from any of the women on Team USA, soccer, or any of the basketball players, but when you're talking about the sheer fame and impact of one person, now how do you compare any of those athletes to a Billie Jean King or to a Serena Williams? Right. You know, that that's the thing, because because the sheer popularity 
And that's why Venus could probably do it longer than Serena because she's just she's not as impactful or popular as big a celebrity. As great a tennis player as she was or is, she doesn't have to carry the burden Serena does. She can be anonymous certain places. She can kind of disappear and be and concentrate on her game and not have the hassles that come with being a super celebrity like Serena. That probably allows Venus to play a little longer and with a little less stress. But I, who else would it be? Like Jackie Joyner Kersey, I, I threw out. I, I don't know. Is there anybody else? Are we missing anybody else? Flojo was big. Yes. Um, oh, also, what about all the uh, gymnasts? There's, I mean, there's a handful of gymnasts wow. who are absolutely iconic. Um, but, and figure skaters. Right, but the one thing, and this kind of goes into the Flojo and the Jackie Joyner Kersey, the the importance, like the. They're the Olympics, big time, but those are once every four years. Like right. I don't know if you're under the same spotlight in certain international play. Like Mary Lou Redden, I mean, is there any bigger celebrity 30 years ago than her? Or I mean, Simone, Bi- and Simone Biles now. right now is huge. Who's that? Simone Biles is huge. Right, that's huge. But what I'm saying is is that there's a lot of events right. that aren't people aren't going to have the spotlight. And then every four years, you become the biggest thing going in the Olympics. But it's few and far between compared to, you know, the four majors a year that you have to go, you know, as a, as a tennis player and uh, just I, that sheer celebrity. You know, I'm surprised that Andrew hasn't weighed in here with a couple of names from his world. Well, Don, I mean, Don mentioned women's soccer, but yeah, sure, Mia Hamm yeah, you think would Mia absolutely Hamm's- be under consideration for something like this. Um, you know, Alex Morgan, I think, for her longevity, for how long she's been near the top of the women's soccer program over the last 10 to 12 years or so. And then Megan Rap- Rapino with the impact mm-hmm. was pretty yeah, gigantic and, and, as well. No, that, that's a perfect uh, example. Rapino is a, is a huge name. That 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 team or teams have been iconic, but if they had that um, WUSA, was it the uh, Andrew the the women's soccer league they had back in the day? If I got that right, or if there was a women's like soccer, it, it wouldn't. These names are not in the same stratosphere as Serena Williams. No, that, that that's the point. Uh, that's, just, just because there's so many things that they that it becomes a big deal every four years or during the World Cup. There's certain moments where you, the Mia Hams of the world they become iconic for that brief period of time, but not on as consistent enough basis as somebody that's a, a tennis player. Or are we missing anybody? Has there ever been a, a, a anybody on the LPGA that has been iconic? I don't think so. I don't know if Nancy Lopez ever got to that. Michelle Wee. Michelle Wee. I don't know if ever got to that impact. But I, th- I think just the amount of times where she becomes relevant, it, it weighs more, I think, on Serena than I think anybody else. Uh, that will do it for ENN. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, your calls, 1-800-919-3776. Someone else wants to weigh in on the Jersey controversy. Also, Don, I need to tell you some of my takeaways from the Manti Teo doc. I got to tell you. Oh, how many I, are there? there? There's two episodes. It's There's, there's a lot there. Uh, your calls and more Peter and Don next right here on 9870 SPM. 
Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.